to the Employer Blueprint Podcast, where we help leaders build great teams for great companies with your host, entrepreneur and leadership coach, Kyle Gorman. Have you ever wondered what your brand is communicating to others? What is your brand? What does that even mean? How do you define what the brand is? I mean, you have your brand name, but what does that mean? What does that tell anyone? Um, Is it about your tagline? Is it about the colors of your company? Is it about the website? The other thing that we see happen so often is we come up with an idea and a company name and we put that out in the market. And then over time, we find out that that actually evolves and it shifts and it changes. And whenever that happens, then are we still communicating the same thing? Are we aligned with what our market and what our audience wants to hear? Um, It can sometimes make or break us. Have you taken the time to evaluate your brand and see if that needs to evolve? Well, today's guest is an expert on this. Um, She helps small businesses define their brand, to make it clear, to make it cohesive, and to make it convert which is the ultimate goal that we have to have. We've gone through many of the exercises that that our uh, guest talks about, many of the things that we've had to go through over the last several months as we evolve our brand into the employer blueprint. And so I, I love having her on now. The timing of this is just perfect because so many of us need to go back and reevaluate who we are and the message that we're putting out there. And she provides so many um, great ideas, such as uh, creating a call to engage and how that differs from a call to action. She, she talks about getting back to our core values and making sure that everything focuses on those core values and that whenever we are creating our message, that we are creating a message that our audience wants to hear and not just the message that we want to put out there for them. This idea of brand can oftentimes make or break you as a company. And so as we have shifted ours into helping people understand that that we provide freedom to the business owner by building teams that last, we also have had to create and evolve our brand so that we can better serve you. So be sure you subscribe to the show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and other social media platforms that you enjoy. Find a way to connect with us. You can do so by emailing me directly at kyle at gormancompanies.com. And I hope that you enjoy today's episode. There's so much great information that you're going to be able to get through it. Well, I want to thank you for joining us this week on the new Employer Blueprint podcast. Uh, as we are going through this transition um, and kind of shifting our brand and, and better identifying who we are and what we're able to help you as the audience with. Um, and we're so pleased this week to have our guest, Amber Griffiths, on the show, who uh, is passionate about just that, is passionate about the brand and how we can clearly define our brand uh, to the market that we serve. And so we're so pleased to have her on the show um, and be able to share you know, some of the, the things that we've already been going through and as we continue to go through. And we know so many of you out there deal with the exact same thing. So Amber, I'm going to hand this over to you here. Why don't you tell us about um, the journey and, and kind of the experience and what has ultimately led to get you to where you are now and this passion that you have? I would love to. First of all, again, thank you so much for letting me come play. I, this is something that I, I've watched make and break companies and small businesses, and it makes not only the the potential of income and, and profits, but it really makes everything more fun when you yeah. are branded properly because you get to connect with it on such a profound level. Yeah. It's everything you do. Yeah. Um, I have been in the industry for a little over 20 years, 
And I started as a graphic designer. And mostly that's because I couldn't figure out a really interesting way to explain what I did other than, oh, I do graphic design. Yeah. And after spending nearly nine years in corporate and watching, I was in the real estate industry, never got my license, Mm. but I watched the industry explode. And just, I mean, it was back in 2005 when a huge real estate peak and I was helping these people create something pretty. And I realized I'm like, there's 1500 of you with exactly the same background working in this tiny little area. Why am I not using my branding expertise to help you set apart from, from the rest of the noise? And so I, I launched my business about 13 years ago and I just haven't looked back. It's one of those things that I, I believe in so firmly. The reason your business is different is because you are your business. And so you get to connect with your brand that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, you know, what are, um, I mean, I think this is a challenge, and I, and, I, and I've even uh, you know seen where you've said some things around this as well. You know, so often what happens is um, uh, someone has a business idea, and then once they go out in there, then they launch it and they put it out of the market, and it, it doesn't take long before that starts to evolve a little bit. And oftentimes, even what the you know this great idea, and we've gotten so much feedback, and we've done market research, and all of these things getting ready, but. Um, but as it is on paper, the concept sometimes isn't exactly what end up ends up resonating with the market. And yeah. um, so, what have you seen happen with uh, business owners that just try to stay true to that um, compared to those that have had that willingness to adapt and shift over time? I think you have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a firm believer in, in establishing that brand foundation about who you are, what you offer, and who you serve. Yeah. But even that, because branding is about that relationship you have with your ideal clients, you're talking about two people. We evolve, we change. And so being willing to be a little bit flexible, um, your brand drives your marketing. It drives mm-hmm. your messaging. It drives how you... I mean, when I started in business, we were doing newspaper ads. You know, We were worrying about newspapers, which is nearly dead yeah. now. Yeah. And so there's always going to be that next new thing. And if I think you you ignore it at your own peril, right? Because your people, you know, I've, I'm sure you've heard it too. There's people who, well, I'm not going to do social media. I just don't want to be on Facebook, or I don't want to be on LinkedIn. It's too hard. And the bottom line is, if your idle clients are on Facebook, you have to be on Facebook. Right. If right. your idle clients are there, you've got to be there. Otherwise, your business really will suffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, so if we kind of pare this down. I mean, if you're able to really kind of drill this down, just the basic fundamental uh, level, and I I just want to make sure that our audience is on the exact same page as we talk through this. What does our brand mean? What does it mean, your brand? I mean, I know that's that's something that kind of gets thrown out because you have a brand like Coca-Cola, but then you also have a brand as in your identity and how the market sees you. So, whenever you work with people and you talk about them, clearly uh, creating clarity around that brand. What does brand mean in in the way that you work with people on it? Uh, Your brand, one of the things I like to establish is brand is a verb. This Mm -hmm. is something, again, not something you create once, put on the shelf and hope like crazy it still fits in six months and still applies. Right. So your brand goes so much farther beyond your logo. I mean, you brought up Coca-Cola. The red Coca-Cola words, that's the logo and that's the masthead and that's what everybody knows. Their brand is the polar bears. Their brand is putting names on Coca-Cola bottles. Mm -hmm. Your brand is, my definition, Mm -hmm. is everything you say and everything you do Mm -hmm. that creates and nurtures a powerful and profitable experience for your idle client. Wow. So that's that's everything you've printed. That's everything on social media. It's how you show up at a networking event. It's your email signature. It's Mm -hmm. it's everything you do to create that relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's 
you know, as you're, as you're working through an ideal client experience, it's the little items of value that you add. It's the little nuggets. It's the little things. It's yeah. the commitment that you make to your ideal client that says, this is what you get to experience when you work with me. Yeah. So it's everything that, that fulfills that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I think, uh, you know, something that, um, especially small, you know, entrepreneurial minded and, and, and real small business kind of in that startup mode. I think something that easily gets overlooked is um, all those little things you talked about. It's that email signature, you know, it's about, it's not just the brand is in the logo and the tagline. It's all these little things. And, um, yeah. you know, including even um, uh, I've got a, a good friend that uh, in her company, her company colors are purple. And so I don't know that I've ever seen her out when she's not wearing purple somewhere yeah. because that's part of her brand. That is part of that identity. There's a, there's kind of a psychological recognition whenever you see that. And, um, yep. you know, I know one of the things that, that is often joked about in my world is I've got a fairly recognizable beard and, so, um, you know, people will sometimes talk about that, like, um, you know, well, we need to include the beard in this brand. We need to include the beard. And, 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 you know, we, we kind of joke about, it. I'm like, you know, if I ever cut this thing off, like it's going to have to be a three year <laughs> process to gradually, because everything that we do kind of creates that, that, um, uh, that brand recognition. And so I love the way that you, you kind of throw those other things into it because there's so much truth to that. It's, it's in this email signature and the way that we get someone to remember and see, I know some people, um, you know, your world included whenever they're doing speaking engagements and workshops and things like that, you're not going to see their name out there unless their name is in certain colors and certain font for that, Absolutely. for that memory recognition, because I may not remember the specific name, but there are certain things that I'm going to remember. And yeah. um, there's a look and feel there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not just that visual. It's, it's how do they make you feel? How do you, and honestly, that's how it's the most shareable too, because there's, I mean, how many times have you talked to somebody and they're like, I don't know how she's going to help you, but you have to talk to her. Yes. It's, it's yeah. how they feel when you work with them. It's what they experience. Right. It's the result you cause yeah. that goes so much further than your logo, your word mark. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So I don't want to, um, obviously don't want to give away all of your secrets, but, um, but let's talk through some of that. So when, okay. when someone comes to you, Amber, and they say, Hey, we've, uh, you know, I've been in business for uh, a year and a half and we've seen that the market just isn't really responding. It's not resonating. And really the model that we set out isn't exactly the model we have now. What do you kind of walk them through? What kind of tips and tricks do you give them, uh, to help them better define that brand? Um, usually it starts with figuring out exactly where it's broken down. Mm. But if your sales, if you're not making the money you want to, or the money you think you should be, or could be, or used to be making, it always comes back to brand. Mm. So generally the first step is we'll start talking about their core values because Mm. again, you are the first half of that brand. You are the first half of that relationship and making sure that what you find is, is super critical and important to you and, and become the non-negotiables are still true. Mm -hmm. Um, your core values by definition don't necessarily change as you get older and as you build your business, but they will affect the way they will change in the way they affect your business mm-hmm. because they, they drive your behavior. And they, so if you've ever left money on the table, if you've ever walked away from a deal where you're like, eh, that just doesn't, something's not right. Feel it's right. because yeah. it's out of alignment with your core values. Yeah. So that's where we start. And we focus on your vision. What yeah. did you say you wanted to create? Why are you doing what you're doing? What are you driving toward? Because ultimately, if your business doesn't get you there, how, how do you measure your success? If you don't know where you're going, how do you know when you get there? Mm. 
Mm-hmm. So those are really yeah. the first two steps is let's talk about what you actually want to build in your business, yeah. what's important to you. That helps you hire people. That helps you work with, decide who you're going to work with as clients. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it goes all the way down, but that's the number one. Mm, very good. That is, um, you know, what I love about that is so often what you hear from a marketing perspective, and, and I, I speak, I think, on behalf of a lot of business owners that sometimes marketing is kind of a black hole in business, you know, than just sort of understanding what is all of this stuff and is there really an ROI on it? And um, so I, I love that you are starting with those core values as opposed to starting with, well, what's the mission? And and um, and even sometimes just specifically kind of the vision, like what's your 10-year plan or three-year goals? Yeah. But getting to those core values, I think is so critical. Um, and I love I love that you're starting with that because one of the things that, that, uh, that I believe is that the core values are already in your business. All you really are trying to do is define them. Like what are these core things that I believe in Absolutely. that I that I will not waver on. Those are already yeah. in your business. Um, but sometimes it's a challenge for us to get those thoughts out there and be able to define them. So I like that you're yeah. starting with that. Um, and I also want to remind everybody as well, if they go to your website, which is yourbrandbydesign.com, they can actually get a download that will go through some of these things, such as the core Absolutely. values and kind of give some information. So I, uh, I highly encourage everyone to take a look at that because there's some great information on there. Even if you feel like your brand is set and, and, uh, and is in place, go back and take a look at those things and you may find some place, some opportunities to kind of refine and, and, um, and help with that. One of the things you mentioned earlier was how our brand um, connects with people and and the need for it to connect with people. So um, let's talk about that for a little bit. How, how can a brand, um, you know, again, we'll, we'll use the, the concept of Coca-Cola or, um, you know, or whatever else is out there, but how does a brand connect with people and, and why is it important that we do that in a small business? I mean, we certainly understand Coca-Cola has billions of dollars and they've got these huge budgets for advertising and things like that. And they're competing with Pepsi and RC. So we understand they've got to find a way, but for us as a small business, you know, with 10 employees and doing $2 million a year, why do we need to find ways to connect with people? Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is such a big one. One of the one of the things that I watch businesses do, and it doesn't matter how big they are, mm-hmm. is they get caught up in the competition, right? What are they doing? Yeah. What are these guys doing? Yeah. And the bottom line is what they're doing with their clients mm-hmm. isn't going to work for you the same way. Mm-hmm. So building a connection, there are no new ideas. Yeah. There's only the customization and the implementation of the fundamentals. So mm-hmm. how you do that and how you make your adult client feel when they're with you, when they talk to you, how could they can, and that gets a little warm and fuzzy, but there's a reason why they come to you and they just don't Google it. There's a reason right. why they come to you and they just don't order it on Amazon. You know, Yeah. you need to have a connection with those people because ultimately they're buying you. Mm-hmm. They are buying that interaction with you. They are buying your level of customer service. They are buying your guarantees and your promises and, right. and that entire experience. So mm-hmm. You know, let's take something like, um, I'm from Utah. There's a pile of essential oil people here. Mm-hmm. You can find an essential oil, someone you can sell you something on every corner. Yeah. So to separate yourself, you get to say, okay, this is why I'm different. That's why we start with core values. What yeah. makes you unique? And then find people that share those same core values. Find mm-hmm. people that are drawn into that. Um, one of the things that I have with with my clients is I have a heavy music background. It's it's always about the music. It, it brings people together. It moves things forward. And I find that if I can find someone who loves music, and it doesn't have to be a technical, but just enjoys the conversation about it, mm-hmm. that connection 
will will tighten up and, and nurture a relationship, whether it's them or somebody they're going to refer. So it really it has to be about the connection because you are in the business of building relationships. Mm-hmm. No matter what your product or service is, that's not your brand. You you and your promise and that experience with you is your brand. It's what people buy. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so as, as we go through and we, and we make this connection with people, um, obviously the end goal, uh, for any type of marketing is that conversion piece on the back end, you know, getting them to move from where they are to closer to, to your service or your product. Um, what kind of tips can you maybe give on how to get that transition of we've defined who we are and what we are, and now we've got to try to kind of pull that customer, um, in to help them understand how we connect and how we're going to be able to help them. What's that conversion process look like? There's two things I would make sure that you do really just make you sure you solidify this before you put it out there. Mm -hmm. The first is to create a message that engages them and inspires them to take action. It is this much about what you want to say and this much about what they need to hear. So, you know, if you've ever heard somebody get on it and start talking inside lingo, essentially, you're like, well, that's, what are they even saying? Clearly they're not speaking to you. You are not their other client. Right. So when you, when you develop this message that says, this is what I have and this is what I'm offering, You've got to use words that they would use. You have to, you know, if you've ever spoken to a coach, a business coach or whatever, mm-hmm. we have a tendency to get really poetic and philosophical. This is what I create for you and it's all beautiful and wonderful. Mm-hmm. But really, if someone comes to you, that's not the words they use when they talk about their pain. Right. So create a message that speaks to their pain and the benefits you provide. Mm-hmm. I do this so you can have this and use their language. Use if you can, If you're not sure how they talk, you all should be collecting your testimonials and your stories. Find mm-hmm. the words that they use and right. use those, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what you want to create. So I would say that crafting the message is so critical. It's got to mm-hmm. be about them and it's got to speak to their pain. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what's in it for them? Right. The second thing I would tell you is the consistency piece. Mm-hmm. We say make it clear, make it consistent, and then make it convert. Yeah. The cohesiveness and the consistency is a huge part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, if It's not about, it's kind of like creating a content calendar for social media. It's not just, this is what I post on Monday and Wednesday and Friday. It's what is the narrative? What is the story I'm telling them? And how do I nurture that relationship? So at the end of the week, they're more connected to me. They're more attached to what I'm doing. They're more engaged with what I'm doing. Mm. And if it's inconsistent, then it's kind of the marketing version of going by and poking them with a stick going, are you ready to buy? Are you ready to buy? Are you ready to go? Right. And really you haven't done anything to create value and nurture the relationship. You're just noisy. Right. 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 But if you're consistent in your messaging, you're consistent in your call to action, it really will nurture that relationship and they will be yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On that consistency piece, um, you know, obviously today's environment, I mean, so much has gone to the digital marketing and um, social media and things like that. And I think that there there can be a challenge sometimes in understanding um, how often and how regular we need to, um, to, to your illustration, kind of be picking on them a little bit to say, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I think sometimes uh, in business, we feel like everything we do on social media has to be one or the other. We either have to be saying, are you want to buy? You want to buy? Because I've got something for you. Or we sometimes err on the other side where we say everything is just about putting out feel goods and, yeah. and memes and little quotes and pictures. How do we figure out that balance in business of, um, you know, we're providing good information for you, but then we also are reminding you of what we're able to provide and how we're able to help you. 
it's, it's my opinion that everything you put out on social media should have a call to action. And that doesn't mean a buy now call to action. That means right. a invitation to chat, um, visit mm-hmm. my website, comment below, you yeah. know, some kind of engagement, some kind of a call to engage with you. Yeah. And it can be super soft, but if it, if it is just puppies and pictures of food, mm-hmm. unless you are a puppy carer <laughs> or a food <laughs> critic, that doesn't support your business. So again, it goes back to that storyline. And if, if at the end of day one, it seems appropriate to be like, actually, yeah, this is, I need you to take action right now. This is important in the, in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to take a week. It's going to take 30 days. It's going right. to take a quarter. But it's that developing the relationship. And the really great news about that is as you are consistent with that and always have some kind of a call to action, call to engage, mm-hmm. then people can jump on that train at any moment. Mm-hmm. It can be the first time they've heard you and it just clicks and they're like, dang, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And they call right, right then. Or yeah. they're like, yeah, I'm kind of getting to know you a little bit. I'm not quite ready. But they know that you're available. They know that you're ready. So I think you've got to combine them in a, nobody likes to be sold to. Right. They all like to buy, but we mm-hmm. don't like to be sold to. Right. So just be, just be called to engage, I think is really the, the, he- the happy middle there. Yeah. I love the way that you said that. I was going to come back to that because, um, you know, we all hear about a call to action and, you know, some of those things you talked about, I was going to point out there, uh, everything you talked about, that doesn't generate revenue by itself. It's not that you're clicking to buy, um, that, that, that engagement, that call to engage. uh, I love that concept as opposed to a call to action because it could just simply be a chat or here's a free resource or here's some more information or here's how you can subscribe to something yeah. and um and it's build it's that connection it's building that relationship, yeah, it's building that, relationship. About that, that we build that Absolutely. connection and and give people some time it's kind of a dating process and we have to Absolutely. figure out whether those core values match up and whether this is the type of person we want to do business with and that they want to do business with and um call yeah. call to engage i want people to remember that i think that's a great way to illustrate it because sometimes that call to action feels abrupt especially if it's um you know, soft content and then here's soft content. And then I'm asking you, yeah. you know, but in your face, I need your money. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Sign up now. So that's a great yeah. way to, to look at it and think about it. Um, Amber, in, in the course of your career, um, have you had, you know, have there been some people that have maybe helped kind of guide or shape you some mentors that you've had along the way um, that have kind of helped shape you into who you are now and, and helped guide you through this journey that you've had? There are, um, one of them, sometimes what I have, what I'm using right now are, are, um, what I would, they're not really examples of what to do, but they are examples of what I never want to be. Oh. You know, you, you go to events and you go to networking things and, and you listen to people talking and you're thinking, wow, that is not my nature. Mm-hmm. And sometimes knowing what you don't want is just as effective more so than mm-hmm. what you do want, especially as you fart, as you first start going out there, yeah. it's, you may not know what you want yet. But as you see something that rubs you the wrong way or that just doesn't set right, again, with your core values, you're like, okay, remind me, I need to remember how I responded to that mm-hmm. and know that my ideal clients are, like, I'm just an advanced version of my ideal client. Mm-hmm. So if I don't respond well right. to that, my clients probably won't either. Um, yeah. There are, have been a couple of coaches. Do you want me to name names? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one woman I would love to share with you. Her name is Tish Times. Uh-huh. And she wrote a book called Networking is Not a One-Night Stand. Mm. and it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek book. It's a short read, but it really is about that. You can't just introduce yourself and expect them to give you all their money right, and right. without that nurturing that relationship. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I would recommend is finding an accountability partner mm-hmm. and not just somebody to call you on it, but I, mine happens to call me her business BFF mm-hmm. because it's, we travel together. We go to a lot of same events, but we really do call each other on our stuff. Mm-hmm. We check in regularly. Mm-hmm. And I think having someone outside of your business, your spouse is going to be helpful. Your partners are going to be helpful. But somebody on the outside who says, I know you had a bad day. I'm going to give you 15 minutes to wallow in it. Now get back <laughs> up and let's go. You, you know, move on. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody like that to really help you achieve what you said you wanted. Yeah. Not that's pushing their stuff on you, their own agenda, but says, you said you that this was important to you. What are you doing today to create that? Yeah. I think that could be huge in business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. That's really good. And and um, of course, you know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the need for mentors in our business. I love that accountability partnership. Um, that can be a great thing in life and in business and just having that yeah. person to say, yeah, it's been a bad day. We've all had them. And um, so vent and then move. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a good person to have in your life. As you have kind of navigated this career as well, um, you know, you talked about this transition that you had uh, a few years in and you kind of realized, you know, how you could maybe hone in that specialty or that niche of yours and helping with the brand more so than, than kind of generically graphic design. Through the course of that, have you found that, that in your career, maybe how you define success or how you feel successful but, but especially kind of how you define success. Has that changed over time, maybe from when you started in your career to where you are now? Oh, absolutely. It has. Yeah. It absolutely has. One of the things that I have just, it's a new phrase I just learned like in the last 30 days, hmm. which is respect your season. Oh, wow. um, when I first started my speaking business, because I'd been in business for 15 years and finally thought I should be speaking. I want to be on stage. I want to educate. And the best way yeah. to do that yeah. is large groups, right? Right. And I'm watching a couple of my mentors and they're traveling two and three times a month and getting all these amazing speaking gigs. And even if sometimes it's, you know, Detroit or whatever, mm-hmm. not exotic, it's not Hawaii, mm-hmm. but they're traveling a lot and they're speaking a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was really getting down on myself because I thought, why am I not doing that? Mm-hmm. And then I took a step back and thought, I have a small child at home. That's why I'm not traveling. That's why. I don't, yeah. even without a child, I don't want to travel three and four times a month. Right. That's not what I want. So even though I thought, okay, the speaking gig is this, and that's what success looks like. Mm-hmm. What I got to do is take a step back and say, what did I say I wanted? Mm-hmm. I want to help entrepreneurs. I want to work with these small business owners to really establish something amazing. Yeah. And I can do that without traveling three and four times a month. Mm-hmm. I can do that in my own space, in my own time. And maybe in 10 years, I will be that traveling person. I don't know. But in the moment, success for me is being able to speak a lot, some Mm -hmm. local, some podcast, and and influence big. So absolutely success has changed. Oh my goodness. It is it's part of why when I talk about those core values, I recommend you go back and look at those every six months to a year. Mm -hmm. Because again, even if the, the item itself doesn't, the value itself doesn't change. The way you approach it and the way it affects you can, right. can drastically change. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Absolutely. we need that reminder um, yes. as well because it's easy for us to shift from kind of the core core of who we are to your mm-hmm. point. Even in that season, as you said, well, I want to be speaking more. And so you focus on that because the core value may have been um, you know, sharing with others, spreading the yeah. story. Yeah. And so you, yeah. so. You, you're living that out by trying to speak more, but then when you have another core value that says um, maintain a proper work-life balance, 
Yeah, well, my family is a core value for me. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> family is a core value. But so it's easy yeah. sometimes for us to live out one core value at the expense of another. Um, yes. And so being able to recalibrate that every so often just to help make sure we're living out all of our core values and not just yeah. focusing on one at the expense of the other. So that's yeah. that's great advice. It, it helps you keep focused. I like it too because it helps you quickly identify if it's a distraction or an opportunity. You know, there's, there's, there's events and there's advertising yeah. things and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I should be a part of that. Oh my goodness. Why am I not in that show? Why am I not about exhibit? And then you're like, well, does it take me toward my vision? No. Okay. Then it's done. And yeah. I don't have to have any more energy about that. I don't have to think about it anymore. I can just stay focused on what I said was important. What my level of success, Right. it's part of that. I'm sure you've heard of that. Take you to the next level. Mm-hmm. It is such an empty phrase for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's vague. Like, well, what does the next level look like? Is it this right. far? Is it, you know, but yeah. taking you to your next level, your yeah. next level of success, that's a different connotation completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent point. And it's funny that you say it that way. Uh, distraction or opportunity. There's a show. We actually just released a show uh, be a few weeks ago that... Um, um, and that's that's how I kind of started out. We talked about distraction opportunity and uh, an entrepreneur um, up in New York that uh, kind of came across an opportunity. And we talked about, you know, how do you discern distraction from opportunity? Because we get a lot of distractions in our world. Um, and so trying to understand, and especially whenever we're trying to kind of live up to others' expectations or live up to some false definition of success and what that looks like, yeah. it's easy to get distracted. And uh, it's important for us to be able to discern distractions from opportunities. So Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. that's that's a good point. I'm glad you mentioned that because I think we all face it. And, and to your point, going back to those core values is a great way to understand distraction or opportunity. Yeah. Am I living out this my core values? This is what I said was important. Yeah. 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 Am I living that out? Very good. Well, Amber, thank you so much. Uh, This is great. Excellent. Excellent information. Um, Hopefully some amazing takeaways. Before we get out of here, um, tell us how can we learn more about you and what you're doing? How can we connect and, and kind of find out about some of your resources? Absolutely. Um, you've already mentioned my website, yourbrandbydesign.com. There's free resources on there. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is that launch, that relaunch checklist. It yeah. it will help you solidify what you're doing. Even if, like you said, you think everything's on point, this will help you really make sure that it is. Yeah. Um, if you want to connect with me directly, you can actually, that same site, yourbrandbydesign.com slash duet, D-U-E-T. Mm-hmm. That's an opportunity to grab a spot on my calendar. Let's have a conversation. Sometimes it takes an overhaul. Sometimes it's just little tweaks and little things that can yeah. really just make the most out of everything you're doing. Good, good. Well, thank you so much. This is excellent. I know, um, you know, I, I think all business owners face some of these challenges at some point. Uh, and if you think you aren't facing them, then you probably are. And you may want to go check out that checklist because, um, again, it's that calibration, just kind of that reminder of who we are, what we're doing, and are we headed in the right direction. So thank you so much for joining and for sharing your story and, and sharing your knowledge. We really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. I hope, they, I hope somebody got something out of it. <laughs> I'm sure that they did. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on the Employer Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show to receive the latest episodes. For more information on how Employer Blueprint can help build great teams in your business, visit EmployerBlueprint.com. Or to inquire about Kyle speaking at your next event, visit KyleGorman.com. And until next time, make it a great day. Yeah.